0: This is, this is what happens when you when when you put yourself on mute to begin a show, you know. Imagine, imagine I started with, ho, 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 season's greetings, Merry Christmas, only to look at the screen and realize I was on mute. And I'm not even going to edit that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to leave that silence in. People, um, happy 25th of December for those who celebrate, for those who don't celebrate. We had to drop some content, Can't Stop, won't stop this isn't Christmas for everybody. you know now everybody celebrates Christmas and so on and so forth. Why am I recording on Christmas day? Some of you will ask you'll be like mash come on it's family time It's time to be with those that you love it's, it's It's time to drink up, be merry, and all of that jazz. Well, what I have to tell you is a is a is a Caribbean tale as long as day at the time of recording about I oh, know twenty four hours ago, so I'm supposed to be at my uncle's. I'm actually going to be there in the next two hours or so, maybe three hours, and my uncle rang me and and he was like, "Yes, yes, you, make sure you're around my house for one p m on christmas day see when he when see when he told me that? I just kissed my teeth because I knew I knew that one p m really means seven p m and I knew that no food, no food in a Jamaican household is surely being served at one o'clock on Christmas Day. There's absolutely no way food was going to be ready by one o'clock. So I rang him about half an hour ago and I said, so what are we saying? Food time? <laughs> he said he just woke up. So <laughs> so with that set of dumb people, I said, you know what? Let me just relax myself. Rather than go and watch Home Alone 1 and 2, Let me just record some content for the people then on Christmas Day. So this is dropping for your viewing pleasure. Obviously, for those of you who catch up with this on the audio podcast, um, by the time you listen to this, (laughs) hopefully it's still 2022. By the time I drop this on the audio podcast. But let's just go through the admin as usual, people. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the ticker tape below. We're on the road to 4K YouTube subscribers at the time of recording with what five or six days to go before 2023 hits us we are on 3917 youtube subscribers people 83 more can we get 83 more before we hit 2023 the challenge is set let's try hit that 4k before 2023 and then we move in 2023 um if you obviously aren't watching on youtube well go follow us on YouTube anyways and hit that subscribe button, hit like, share, subscribe, all of that helps the algorithms. If you're, if you're new to the Caribbean cricket podcast, you can follow us at Twitter at Instagram. Um, And the handle is at Carib cricket at Carib cricket on Twitter and Instagram. We are also on Facebook. Just search Caribbean cricket podcast. It's a private group, but I let everybody in. I only chuck you out if you spam and uh, swear or do any kind of foolishness in the group, but, Touch wood. Everything's been fine thus far on the on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast Facebook Facebook group, and of course the website www.caribbeancricketpodcast.com. dot com. If you want to become a patron and support the Caribbean Cricket Podcast in this time of merriness and uh giving and presence then go to www.patreon.com forward slash carib cricket thanks to anybody or all those i should say who have become patrons in the last two weeks or so your support is um always welcome i always reach out to everybody who becomes a patron and send you a thank you message ultimately on on patreon if there's anything that you want us to include in our content do feel free to message me you can send us an email as well cab at gmail.com if you just want to chat about whatever whatever if you've got any ideas about what we do on the caribbean cricket podcast so without any further ado why have i beyond the why the fact that there's i've just got available like two hours available to just quickly record something now um the other reason why i wanted to record something is. Yesterday on Christmas Eve of all days, remember, people, there's never a quiet day in West Indies cricket. News was dropped, <laughs> on the Cricket West Indies website, and for those of you who are yet to take it in, let me just read it out—not the whole thing verbatim, but we got we got to chew this one up. We got to chew it up. Here it is: Cricket West Indies today. Remember, this was on the 24th of December, so at the time of recording, this was yesterday, Christmas Eve. West Indies today announced a new innovation for the long format of the game, with the addition of a triangular Red Bull tournament to start at the end of the West Indies Championship in April 2023. The new Headley Week series will feature three matches and three teams. Team Headley and Team Weeks will be selected from the best performers in the 2023 West Indies Championship and players outside the starting West Indies Test 11. The new West Indies Academy will provide the third team in the new series. Team Headley and Team Weeks are named in honour of West, Indian, West Indies pioneers and legendary batting greats George Headley and Sir Everton Weeks, whose names are also honoured on the trophy for the winners of the West Indies championships, championships. sorry. The matches will be played from 18th of April to 6th of May at the Coolidge Cricket Ground in Antigua. Before that, the 2023 edition of West Indies Championship will be played across five rounds of four-day Red Bull cricket featuring the six regional franchise teams, defending champs Barbados Pride, Guyana Harper Eagles, Jamaica Scorpions, Leeward Islands Hurricanes, Trinidad and Tobago Red Force, and Windward Islands Volcanoes. The 2023 West, Indian Cham- West Indies Championship commences in February. The first two rounds will be played from 1st of Feb to 11th of Feb in Grenada at the National Stadium and in Antigua at the Coolidge Cricket Ground and the Sir Viv Ground. There will then be a break and the tournament will resume on the 15th of March and run until the 1st of April for the final three rounds, which will take place in Trinidad, after which the champions will be crowned and presented with the Headley Weeks Trophy. Johnny Grave, CEO of Cricket West Indies, said, we are delighted to unveil the Headley Weeks series, which is a new idea that will extend the four-day season create more opportunities for our players to showcase their skills and will be a huge incentive for them to strive towards selection into our A-team and ultimately our test team. It will also provide some strong competitive Red Bull cricket for our new West Indies Academy players as we continue to try to ensure that the next generation of players are being prepared along the pathway to international cricket. Whilst the West Indies Championship is once again going to be played on a one-round five-match basis, with the plans we have for our A-team and academy to go on overseas tours After the Headley Week series, we expect our best players in the region will still play at least 10 four-day games in the first half of next year. That's quite lengthy, people. And I wanted to read out the full kind of press release because I think for those who've read it, you've possibly not taken it all in. And this is ultimately the point of this particular episode, video, etc. of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. I want to kind of look at that press release in detail and look at what it kind of says and what it means for um, Cricket West Indies or West Indies cricket, for want of a better terminology. Now, I've seen a few I've seen a few reactions to this already. On, On one hand, some people are saying, oh, this is welcome news. And I think the people who are saying welcome news possibly haven't looked at it in totality or maybe they have and they still think it's welcome news. On the other hand, there's those who are saying this is yet another nail in the coffin for uh, Red Bull cricket and test cricket vis-a-vis the West Indies. How can West Indies only have a a five-round, four-day championship? And there's merits in both arguments for me. So what I quickly want to do uh, on this Christmas Day is just kind of chop it up. There's still lots more probably to come out. I think Johnny Grave will probably front in the media and try and explain it a bit more. We'll try and get Johnny Grave on the show. Johnny's probably listening to this, watching this. So I'll reach out to Johnny and try to get him on the show to to break this down a bit more, but I'm gonna try and just give kind of like my first gut reaction, gut instincts um, to to this announcement. Let's deal with the negatives first and foremost, because I do think there are some significant positives, but I wanna deal with the negatives first and foremost. And I think the negatives are fairly obvious. Um, For those who will say It's a negative okay, I'll give my opinion at the very end But I'm going to try and just balance this out The negatives are That we've stuck with a five round Four day championship When the four day championship resumed In March this year Because remember for those who have forgotten West Indies and and essentially The West Indies test players Have not had any domestic Hadn't had sorry Any domestic Red Bull cricket since February 2020. When the pandemic hit, Red Bull cricket in the Caribbean essentially went on shutdown from February 2022 to sorry, February 2020 to March 2022. So we had a two-year uh fallow period of no Red Bull cricket domestically in the region. And I always have to remind people of this because I think people forget that any kind of um assessment you make of west indies fortunes over the last 2 years you have to factor in that during the pandemic our cricket went on shutdown domestically not that our standards are high but our cricket went on shutdown anyways the four day championship returned in march 2022 and when it returned we were told that we're only going to have a five round uh, four day championship because it's march 2022 we've logistically we're coming out of a pandemic the only way to really make this work is i think they hosted it in antigua and trinidad then as well they said the only way to make this work is to have a shortened tournament so that our players can just get some form of cricket and for those of you who are students of the the domestic game in the caribbean you should remember that that was kind of like the rationale given we all assumed that when the four day championship returned as normal in 2023 so we are due to kick off again on the 1st of february which is the norm and well, actually, the norm is usually that we start just before Christmas Oh I can't remember now, actually, do we start just before Christmas and then kind of end in the first half of the year. Anyways, we knew that the the four day championship was going to return in February 2023. We'd seen some Inklings in the press. And we just assumed, and when I say we, I mean us at the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, myself and Santoki. we assumed through the kind of inklings we were picking up in the media and from the kind of stakeholders, oh, we're going to go back to a 10-round championship. And hopefully we assumed that the West Indies Academy might get some involvement. However, as, as per the press release I've just read out, the decision has been made to stick with a five-round championship. 5 a five round championship. So each team plays each other once only. Now the pandemic is quote unquote over, right? I totally get why there would be a negative reaction to this. I get why people would say, well, hold on five rounds only isn't enough for our players to develop their red ball game. Yes. I know there's club cricket, but when we talk about um, the, the best standards in our region, we're talking about the regional competitions so how does five rounds help our budding Red Bull players develop? And I agree that that's not enough. That can't be enough. And yes, I know, obviously, there's more to the statement and there's now a Headley Weeks competition. But what that Headley Weeks competition says is that there'll be two teams, Team Headley, Team Weeks, and the West Indies Academy, which I do think is great, but I'll get onto that later. They will all play each other once, right? Um, and then I guess they'll decide a winner out of that, okay? So, what you're basically saying is your very best Red Bull players in the region will play seven matches at most within the Caribbean in terms of our regional competition. I know Johnny has said that then there's a a potential 18 tours and then an academy tour, which I don't deny. So, then maybe they'll play some more games, but without forget the tours for a moment because they haven't been announced on the face of it only the best players will play seven games and i can totally understand why people would look at that and say i don't agree with that that's not enough that's not enough cricket for our for our best players to play to enhance our red Bull cricket so that's the negatives that's the negatives I've, and i agree i agree in so much as i understand the nature of the arguments for the negative side to this however I do think there are some positives and quite some quite significant positives. Positive number one is that the West Indies Academy are going to play some games. Now, ideally the very best players in the West Indies Academy will already be playing for their uh, home franchise. So let me take, for example, someone like a Teddy Bishop, right? Yes. He's part of the West Indies Academy, but all things being well, He should already be part of the Windward Islands Hurricanes, um, sorry, Volcanoes, sorry, the Windward Islands Volcanoes four day championship side anyway. And then he'll get an extra two games as part, I assume, he would then go back to the West Indies Academy and he would get an extra two games playing for the West Indies Academy as well. So the very best players in the West Indies Academy, hopefully, are going to get seven games within the Red Bull Championship, five or four or whatever it might be, with their domestic franchise, and an extra two playing in the Headley Week series at the end of the tournament. I assume that there was no other financially viable way to get the West Indies Academy into the tournament otherwise. Remember, the start of the tournament is in Grenada and CC uh, and in Antigua. The end of the tournament is in Trinidad. I remember with West Indies cricket, you always have to consider the financial um, elements of all decision-making. We are not flush with cash. And I know some of you will say, oh, they've got to find a way to make the money work. But remember, we're have nots. We're we're part of the have nots in world cricket. We are not flushed with cash to just say, let's just make sure the West Indies Academy side can play in the tournament and travel to Grenada and uh Grenada and then travel to Trinidad and then come back to Antigua. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean we've got all the money for that. Okay. But at least they're getting some involvement in this tournament. So that's a positive. The second positive is this. I actually think. When you when you kind of take the emotion out of the decision making and take take the kind of gut instinct reaction to it all, to me there is huge merit in streamlining the competition at the end. So it's the flip side to the negative, right? The negative that I've outlined is they're only playing five matches, so the majority of players are only going to play five matches in the Red Bull Championship, right? But when you add this Headley Week series on at the end, so the extra two matches, where effectively It's the best, what, 22 players plus some reserves, let's say 24. It's the best 24 players and the West Indies Academy in a kind of tri-series at the end and a four-day tri-series as well. It's not like a one-day match. It's a a set of three four-day matches um, at the end. I actually like this idea. And the reason why I like it is you are effectively saying to the domestic players, If you want to be involved in that four-day tri-series at the end of the tournament, showcase your ability. You've got five rounds with your domestic franchise. If you truly believe you are a top-tier Red Bull player, you'll show it in that five-round championship, and that will then get you eligibility to be selected for the Headley Week series at the end of the 4J Championship, where it's the 22-24 best Red Bull players in the region Going head to head against each other, I like that idea. I do like that idea because effectively you're saying you've 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 almost given what I call a performance incentive with the the Week series. So there is, for me, there is some benefit to this idea. I would still much prefer a ten round uh, four day championship series, and I still think we need to get some uh, clear explanation. As to why they decided to go down this route and not the 10 round championship. But I like this idea of streamlining it after five rounds and saying those who performed get rewarded. And you move on to almost like an all-star Headley versus Weeks uh, try series So I do like that. And then on top of that, I like the fact, And but the key to this is it must come to fruition. I like the fact that C CWI or Johnny Grave, who's fronted up in front of the media in, in the press release, has said, this will then allow us to work out who goes on our A-team tour, which whoever they've got it planned for. Like I say, I'm going to try and get Johnny on the program. Assuming Johnny listens to this, Johnny, I'll reach out. Let's try to get you on the program and talk about this in a bit more detail. But I like this idea that it's essentially... Five five rounds of the four day streamline cut off only the best go through to the Headley Week series and then from there cut off only the best go through to the A team tour um, uh, against whoever they play and also the Academy tour. So I, I do think there's pros and cons to all of this, and what it also should mean as well the 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 A team tour that comes later in the summer where whatever West-Crick West cricket West Indies have got planned. It should be much easier to turn round to the region and the media and say, these are the 15 players selected for the 18 Tour. And they've all, largely speaking, come from the Headley Week series. Why? Because the Headley Week series was formed of the best 24 players in the region anyway. And I think no one could mess with that. No one could f with that and say, "What's your rationale? How comes my man and my man have gone onto the A team tour?" Well, actually, they've gone onto the A team tour because they made it through to the Headley Weeks Tri Series. So, I think that kind of streamlined um, nature of deciding the best talent—I like that idea. So, for me, when I kind of break it down, that's there's some obvious cons. I think there's some obvious pros if you if you look at the the kind of situation um in in detail but the last thing i think we should add as well and this isn't necessarily to do with the cons or the pros this is to do with context at the end of the day we're now going into after the south africa series ends um so south africa series ends in early march in terms of the test series or mid-march right um sorry not mid-march early march yeah, I think the South Africa series test series ends in early March. And then we've got the rest of the four day championship and then the Hedley Week series, so on and so forth. So I assume some of the test players might even be involved in all of this, right? Now, we have to remember that for the rest of the year after that South Africa series, we have only two more test matches for the year. So by the time the West Indies Red Bull Championship is done, we would have already played two thirds of our test matches for the year. All we'll have left after that is India when India come to the Caribbean, I think in June, I think it's June slash July to play the Test, the ODIs and the T20s. So for all of those people who will undoubtedly look at this and go, What are Cricket West Indies doing? You're mashing up, you're mashing up cricket, you're not focusing on Red Bull. Well, there's a there's a context to say why should we play a 10 round Red Bull championship that would normally end after we've already played two thirds of our test matches for the year? It don't make no financial sense. Where's the financial viability in doing that? We only have two more test matches after March, and that's India in June, and then we're just done for the whole year. So, really and truly, people have to look at context and say West well, Indies played six test matches in 2023. Why would you pay for and organise a ten-round Red Bull Championship when, in reality, Red Bull Championship for what? Our test, we, we, we our test match cricket is done pretty much by March. So it makes sense when you think of it like that to then streamline. Because in theory, when you streamline, by the time India turn up in the summer for what will more than likely be a lick down series, you are you are legitimately turning round to the Caribbean media and people and cricket heads and saying. Well, we've actually selected the best side we can select because we had a streamlined Red Bull Championship. We then streamlined it for Headley Week Series. We then streamlined that for A-team tour. So technically, we know who our best players are to, to play against India. So when I, th- I kind of stepped back and I looked at it all, looked at it all, I was like, well, actually, financially, it doesn't make sense for a 10-round championship this year. Context-wise, it doesn't make sense for a 10-round championship this year. And that's not Cricket West Indies' fault. You have to go back to the ICC and the decision-makers. You can't tell a cricket organisation like Cricket West Indies to run a 10 – well, you can tell them, you can shout to all the hills and you can say they're not doing it properly. But you can't say run a a 10-round Red Bull Championship for no Red Bull cricket when we're not actually playing any cricket. So the wider, wider issue here isn't so much why are Cricket West Indies only running a five-round Red Bull Championship and then a head the week series and da-da-da-da-da. The wider issue here is what is the purpose of Test Cricket full stop? Don't have a goal and say, why is the tournament shorter? There's no Test Cricket to play, people. Test Cricket's almost done after South Africa our championship starts on the 1st of February South Africa test series is done early March so come on step step back look at it analyze it there's some method in the madness anyways people Christmas day ho 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 I'd be Michelle St. Patrick here at one half the Caribbean cricket podcast if you've got free time on Christmas day like I have because dinner ain't ready Christmas food ain't on the table yet if you got time like me let me know get in the comments below um if you're watching this on YouTube let me know your thoughts about uh this topic on the cricket West, the the announcement about the new cricket West Indies uh Red Bull Championship if you're listening to this on Twitter hopefully before the end of 2023. <laughs> Listen, I I could have tried to make no reference to Christmas people, but it is what it is. But if you are listening on Twitter or t- Twitter, why do I say Twitter? If you're listening on the, the podcast app of your choosing, um, you can at us at Caribbean Cricket. Let me know your thoughts on the particular episode. But enjoy the rest of your Christmas day, people. Um, I'm the St. Patrick here on half the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. As ever, stay locked in for yet more content. Oh, sorry, last thing. Last thing before I wrap up. Uh, Head to our Twitter page, people. We are now accepting the nominations for the 2022 Caribbean Cricket Podcast Awards. So just to quickly run down that, that's the men's test batter of 2022 and bowler the Men's OGI Batter and Bowler of 2022, the Men's T20 Batter and Bowler 2022, the Women's OGI Batter and Bowler 2022 and T20s, obviously. And then the big three awards, the Shining Star of 2022, the Moment of 2022 and the Catfish of 2022. So do head over to our Twitter page at Carib Cricket, send in your nominations because we do have the big live Caribbean Cricket Podcast Award show to round off 2022. All we want as many contributions as possible before we hand out the, the the winning gongs uh, to the to the respective West Indians. I've been Marshall St Patrick Hugh on half the Caribbean cricket podcast. Stay le- locked in as ever, people.